2: I got in 3 Okay, going to be trying something. Welcome to another episode of the Have We Made It Yet podcast. Have We Made It Yet podcast for the Cantonese listeners. And for the Mandarin listeners, 欢迎地家,请听. Have We Made It Yet podcast.
0: Yes, yes, very good.
2: That- that covers up all our three major or no th- there should be more should there
0: yeah it, i guess we should do it in french en francais oh. um uh bienvenue oh no that's not right Bien, bienvenue 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 have we made it yet podcast that's Oh, we should do it. What what does have, have have We Made It Yet even translate into Mandarin or Cantonese? Like, what is that translation?
2: um I don't know. I like that.
0: I don't know. It's just like, have we accomplished? But that I don't think that's
2: the right translation. Again, welcome to the Have We Made It Yet podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, the actor, Lucas Singh. Again, this is a podcast that features... Actors, creatives, comedians, as we go through the process of making it. I'm joined by my co-host, uh,
0: uh, comedian Josh Yang. As uh, so I am the co-host, and uh, yes, exactly what Lucas said. This is this is about kind of recording our our little journey because we both kind of started pretty recently um, mm-hmm. and see where it goes, but also to ask other creatives, other people within the industry about how making it is going to be like. So, I mean, usually off the top, we always ask each other, you know, Lucas, have you made it yet?
2: Um, absolutely no. This week has actually been kind of disappointing. I haven't Never. had an audition in two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so I'm trying to ride that out, and it's actually taking like a mental toll, kind of emotional toll on me. Um, I know it might sound petty, but I really miss, I really miss acting, Josh.
0: Oh, I I, I agree. I miss I miss doing comedy. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Mr. Josh Yang, have you made it yet?
0: I have not made it yet. <clears throat> oh my god! Is in fact I've I've gotten a cough for the last couple episodes, so that's actually probably not helping me make it because I have to rely on on this voice but uh no haven't made it yet uh, but you know what update comedy is coming back to Toronto so it seems like some of the bars are opening up there are some shows there are some shows finally coming back this weekend I don't know exactly when I'll start doing it again I think maybe after the first few weeks or months when things you know kind of clear up a bit and see what see what the situation is like and then mm-hmm. see what happens but uh, yeah, it seems like the, some bars are starting. <clears throat> some shows are starting to come back.
2: <laughs> Woo! Dude, that that's actually exciting to hear because we're in phase three now. So at least hopefully, we don't really screw it up before the fall season hits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but I, I imagine the fall season it won't be it won't be better. But you know who knows.
2: Uh, dude. Yes. Our guest today hot damn. All right. So this guest. Okay. First off, he's a multi-talented musician, actor and stunt performer. And, and to be honest, I- I'm really excited to have him on the show just because like, he has something big on his plate. That's currently mm. being like, put out to the universe right now. It's kind of exciting. Exciting. It is It is. Um, so I first met him on the show. Age of Samurai. That just recently premiered on the Smithsonian channel and later on Netflix, hopefully this year,
0: hopefully this year. Netflix, Netflix, first, first one of us to get something on Netflix. (laughs) No
2: doubt. No doubt. What if you comedy special though?
0: How about my non-existent comedy special that will be years down the road, even if I, maybe if I even attempt this any further into a ream of, but yes, we can all dream. Yeah, we can all dream,
2: Dude. So I first met this next guest. Okay. So, uh, him and I were on that same show and I remember, so I arrived at base camp of, of the set of that show and had hair and makeup done and was whisked away to set because I was, I was only hired to be a background performer that day. I was expecting an easy paycheck just to stand in my samurai gear and just look tough, like a bouncer, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I got the set, I got dressed up in my samurai wear and there I saw Our guest sitting in the most prominent, classy, but authoritative stance. Like he was like mid meditation, but Mm. it looked like he was about to kill somebody, which he was about to, because in that show, he was playing a warlord. It was insane. Um, He was stern, like Bane from Batman, and I was immediately intimidated by his presence. Because when you first meet someone like that, it's like, oh shit, he's like Tom Hardy, he's like intense with character. Uh, again, he was playing a major warlord, so he was definitely in character. And from that point, I knew that he was a professional. He knew what he was doing. Uh, once I sat in my position, the director asked me, "Do you speak Japanese?" Um, I quickly said no, but an onset advisor quickly gave me a phoneticized uh, text that he wanted me to speak. So, so, so I just panicked, and and I and I try to memorize it as much as I can. Uh, the director yelled, action, and I quickly spoke some gibberish as I was trying to not break character. So it's was just like, disa, am Tama, Ara, whatever I could figure out. And I spoke some gibberish and trying not to break characters the whole time. But also, thank you for our guest up there for not breaking character and, and being incredibly accommodating, because thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a friend. Again, an actor, a stunt performer, a confident on set, and you can see him as Oda Nobotomo on the Smithsonian channels and Netflix's Age of Samurai. Please welcome Clarence Chung.
1: Yay. Thank you. Thank you for the nice. introduction. <laughs> Clarence, yeah.
2: how are you feeling, man?
1: Pretty good. Pretty good today. It was really warm today, went out for a ride a little bit, and then... Uh, just went back, just to get some sun. Nice, man. Nice. Glad to be here. Glad to be here.
2: Awesome. Awesome. As we start off with every guest and every interview that we have, Mr. Clarence Chung, have you made it yet?
1: Um, I got to say this quarantine and this pandemic has been a very big challenge, especially for all of us and especially for all of us in the show business. Um, Because it is very hard um, not to be out there and going. And I speak for all of us that, you know, since gyms aren't open, the physique has pretty much declined. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I got to say, like, it's been a very emotional challenge and journey in this quarantine uh, because it really for it depends on the individual but it really gives that aspect um and a lot of self-reflection
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and i have made it that part where i actually had a lot better uh relations with my parents mm-hmm. um, a lot of more communication so i feel real good about that uh-huh. um fitness wise i try to go out and jog as much as i heat jogging <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 really hate jogging it's so boring (laughs) um but um yeah and also i just i joined a stunt team um i think a month ago and my fitness physique has been coming back so i've been learning a lot of new skills uh did some like little mini projects but yeah so i i'm like maybe 50 percent there <laughs> made it <laughs>
2: hell yeah okay yeah
1: um, but yeah
2: yeah i mean f- for josh and i both like we we basically on every episode that we have we just lament the downward spiral that this quarantine has really done f- for our crafts but right. yeah like to your point it is hard to maintain positivity but <laughs> There are other avenues to channel that type of energy. In yours, it's communicating with you better with your parents. I, I I guess for me, it's like communicating better with my girlfriend and everything. Mm-hmm. And and I'm sure different with Josh too.
0: Yeah, I communicate better with myself now. <laughs>
1: That's good. That's a good thing. Yeah, yeah
0: I I, <laughs> I look at myself in the mirror and I say, you know, you gotta you gotta good respond guy better. Guy,
1: good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: you you can you can do it no i can't yes you can and it's just it's exactly. a whole thing whole thing
1: you know it actually is a very big mental barrier this pandemic has you know been um giving to us but i think um especially what's going on in the world especially in the states it's mm-hmm. crazy there right now i don't know how like i i pray and wish them the best and you know but you know, I'm glad we're here, and I'm glad nothing crazy has been going on here, so I'm really thankful for that.
2: No doubt, man. Um, just like from the very beginning with your with your craft and what got you into wanting mm-hmm. to do film and acting and also stunt work, were there any things in your teenage years that prompted you to go into this sort of path?
1: Um, you know, I have done some years of martial arts with my friends in high school um and for me you know as like watching all those films all those action stuff those really get to me like though they make me full you know like they they make me you know be who i am on set you know and i'm like i want to do this i want to do this for a living But, you know, reality kicks in. It's like, no, you can't do this. Yeah, you got to make money first. I'm like, fine. So I took up violin for around 20 plus years. And I started doing like the Royal Conservatory, did like all the music theory, and started teaching violin as well. So I was (laughs) trying to pursue it. But then it came to a point in life where, you know, okay, you know what, you've had enough of this. Now let's get you onto this. So, yeah. which the show business, which is really quite grateful for. So, um, but yeah, no, I've been trying to do this as a kid, you know, trying to, especially learning different tricks mm-hmm. and, and like, you know, flips and stunts and stuff like that. So,
2: dude, I, I meant to ask you this like later on in, in, in this podcast, but um, what, what were your major influences for, for stunting and everything? Were there any specific stunters that you're like, I want to be that dude or girl?
1: um the one that got me that caught my attention was scott atkins when he was doing those crazy flips for wolverine um x uh x-men origins
2: oh cool oh yeah
1: yeah he was playing he was doing the deadpool um stuff Uh yeah uh you know he was doing all those like the side flips all those those double kicks you know, I'm like, wow! I want to do that one day. So <laughs> that wow. what really got me into it. And my second influence is Donnie Yen.
2: Oh, mm-hmm. classic! Give it up to the OG. give <laughs> yeah. you know, it
1: up to the OG. Like he, his expression in film, and especially his own stunts and choreo, you know, really blew me away. So it really inspired me to learn stunts and choreo, and you know, feel and feel what like what it feels like to be in their shoes doing this kind of stuff and honestly feels amazing
0: crazy well that's good to hear somebody got some positive uh influence out of x-men origins i know <laughs> there's, a, been a,
1: there's been a lot of hate for deadpool
0: that was that was a terrible movie i mean i don't know if it's great for me, but like yeah overall <laughs> i think we could all agree that wasn't a great but hey the stunts were good
1: Oh, the stunts were amazing. Yeah, uh, that's what I. That's all I got from the movie. Everything else is like, what just happened?
0: <laughs> yes, that's the one little beacon of
2: hope in that movie.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh Which God. is all the cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man.
2: <laughs> um. Yeah, dude. Like, on speaking of stunts, have you had any crazy injuries?
1: Uh yes. Um, oh. but it's only during training. Oh, okay. Um. So I did. But- injure my left um knee and it's where my um mcl is but good thing i didn't even i didn't fracture it but it's i did tear the ligament so i'm still dealing with that right now um and yeah that's actually the one injury that i got from from production oh my god man
2: um i meant to ask you also about Because we're here, we met through Age of Samurai, great Mm -hmm. show. Everyone has to go check out after this. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. What was your audition process like, and and how did you, basically, yeah, how did you actually arrive on the show and get that part?
1: Okay, so um, how I got to that part on the show is, um, do you remember Simon Lee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, so great guy. Um he actually asked me about auditioning for this show.
2: Nice.
1: And I'm like, huh. Because I'm just I'm still training and stuff. So like, you know, doing a lot of self improvement. But um, so he told me about it and he asked me to audition for it. Like he actually helped me do like headshots, um, you know, resumes and stuff like that. <laughs> so he he really, you know, guided me and opened the door for me, you know. And so I'm like, Yeah, why not? You know what do i have to lose you know mm-hmm. you know i try you know you can't know if you don't try yeah yeah, yeah. so um so yeah so the auditioning processes you know i went there for, on the audition date um <clears throat> and it was at the monkey vault gym the audition was at the monkey vault gym yeah right when it's almost op- like on the on the grand opening it's oh. pretty crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay
2: for all the listeners who don't know this place, it's like a place with just like flatboards and everything, some trampolines and a lot of like gym gymnast type of stuff,
1: right? Uh yeah, it does have a a a, a good space for a spring floor. Mm-hmm. Um and it also has all these obstacles for parkour, stuff like that. So it, it's like a brand new gym.
2: Uh-huh.
1: So in that time the addition you know, it was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, had <laughs> a lot of old friends there. Um But yeah, so like the process for the edition was um, I was just I showed up there and there's actually four sections. So the first section was the acting session Mm -hmm. uh, um, section. The other part was obviously obviously it was the paperwork and stuff. Um, But the other part was, you know, um, showing them how we do like stunt falls Mm. or and also fight choreo. And the other section was the sword section. And yeah, so they have us, you know, uh, have a partner, grab a sword, and then they'll Uh teach us this choreo, and then we just do it. And then they obviously will record for us too.
2: Yeah. Damn. So was it a whole group of you guys doing the same choreo?
1: Uh, Pretty much. Wow. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing as, you know, obviously just like looking at everyone's different skill set and how they react to choreo as well so right
0: that's Dude. interesting yeah, yeah yeah i was i mean i'm just wondering like mm-hmm. um how like how do you even when you're auditioning or like you're you're a stunt coordinator who's trying to f- figure out a stunt team like how does like what are the things like you look for in those type of auditions if you're trying to figure out you know i want this stunt person to fall because i like the way they fall as opposed to this stunt person because I I don't like the way how their body is, is reacting. Like what what are what is the mindset going into like figuring out different like stunt um, stuntmen and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So what I can tell from personal experience and training right now with the Sun team, uh, people really look for like s- stunts stunters to like um, to be really in a part of the production so it's not only just or you know sitting around waiting you know or waiting to be you know you know you're we're there to help out too <laughs> so how we did on aos you know we helped with the wardrobe you know taking things you know people are looking for that team you know that team that that um uh, what do you call it basically like working together cool you know mm. they work. so that's like because like um our stunt coordinator actually was telling us that like, you know, people just don't hire for stunts or, you know, stuff like that, you know, so like they'll actually appreciate, you know, people that will help out in the production. Mm-hmm. Um, but aside from that, you know, that that's just on the side note, but I think that's an important note to take in. Um, mm-hmm. especially if you're in a stunt team, if you want to get hired again, then they'll look, they want to look for that um also yes you have to have your skills um Mm. you have to have your break falls you have to know how to take a hit how to take a fall what's you know and you really there's like all the technique that you've been training for has to be in motion on the job as well and if they see that you're not really sure there's a possibility that they'll hire you again
0: right i imagine as well like it has to look natural enough for like it Mm -hmm. to be believable like you got to believe that that actually hurts or or whatnot
1: oh yeah you know that's where you know especially for stunt coordinators or stunt stunt stuntmen or stuntwomen uh acting does come into it naturally Mm -hmm. because we've been training for that right we've been training how to take hits how to how to like you know really seem like it's it's there but it's not so it's it's like a it's Again, it's like moving magic, you yeah. know, um, how it depends on the where the camera's in place, but everything comes into place altogether.
2: Nice. Like, uh, just from like my own WWF background, when I used to like watch it a lot, I remember like one of the biggest, be- best bits that I loved about The Rock was how he sold like being hit and everything like that. Oh, <laughs> you know, like when he was stunned by the Stone Cold Stunner, Oh yep. my god! He like just trampoline off like it was insane, and I just love how he how he sold hits. Is that something that you take into your craft when you're stunting?
1: In a way, yes. Um, and I think that the thing is with WWE way back then they had their they had their whole like skill level up there, you know. Because mm-hmm. one, obviously, there's no cameras around them. And there's no big screen, like it's all open arena. Oh, true. So, oh okay, yeah. In a way, they had to make it look real. Uh-huh. Yeah. Especially with the the twenty feet fall <sighs> in in the ring. I don't know how they pulled that off. <laughs> they probably went for it. You know, no stun pads, no 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 protective gear, nothing. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's, you know, thinking back then, I'm like, damn. Are those guys stunts there's no wires as well yeah. so it's like there's no stunt co- coordinator they're just going all out with that but there is some aspect of wrestling in there but majority is just like all show but yeah it's like yeah it's crazy like Props to them. Props to them. <laughs> yeah. it, it
0: always, it, it does always blow my mind to, to see those things like falls or like literally throwing a full body onto somebody else. Like the, the physics of it should make that hurt. But like they keep doing it over and over, like actual, actual jumping, hitting. It's it's like at a certain point, it's, it's not even, uh, you're just beating each other up physically and then making sure that at least the one that looks good is is on camera.
1: Oh my God, imagine how many times I have to do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, crazy. Honest, it is. And honestly, like with that, you know, in mind, during production, like you're doing falls that you have to do like 20 times. Oh, yeah. But you're doing that with protective gear, but still your body has its limits. Yeah. And that's the thing us stunt guys have to work around. <laughs> um, we have to still keep our mind in the film and we have to keep our spirits up still you know you know okay you know you want to do this again okay fine you just gotta pile through Yeah. you know but still rely on your training and and your techniques to keep you safe and yeah
2: on that note though like aos age of samurai did have some pretty like, pretty big stunt sequences, like y- you guys are riding on horses and everything like that, big battle scenes and all that stuff, too. Without giving any major spoilers away or anything like that, uh, w- were there any major sequences that you that you thought, like, really pushed yourself to, to stay in a good mindset, but still commit to a good performance?
1: Um, I think there, I think the only one that I had was when I was the warlord and I had to fight Masayoshi mm. and obviously like the atmosphere there I'm not sure if were you there it was yeah I don't remember seeing it there mm-hmm. but we were uh, filming in this winery basement cool and it was very old there so yeah. all you see is like dust all around you. That's yeah. the other thing, you know, for that, the, the the atmosphere and how the environment is. We have to adjust to that like mm-hmm. automatically. Yeah. But yeah, there was a time where he had to just kick me down so many times and, and especially they had to change cameras. Mm-hmm. So changing shots. So I had to do that over and over and over again, like crash on my knee and then um, yeah, but I find it enjoyable at the same time. So I actually don't have a problem with that. But yeah, there are times when you really have to mentally bow yourself. And you know what? This is your job. You know, you're getting paid for this. Do the best you can and just pull through. That's it. Damn, man. Yeah. I'm so excited to see that scene. That scene was intense. <laughs> I got cut in the throat too, so you're gonna see that too. Oh, yes. <laughs> you heard
2: it here
0: first, guys. Money shot. That's what you the want. You want the shot money shot.
1: Sword right under my neck. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, man! Hair and makeup funny.
2: department on that shit on that series, man. They did a good yeah. job there.
1: Especially those cherry bloods, <laughs> just like going right in your mouth.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, I actually might be giving a spoiler away. I was I was about to ask you another thing, but.
1: <laughs> never mind yeah we don't want to get away too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah
0: people need to go watch it on the smithsonian <laughs> channel that's uh exactly. yeah 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 um but I, I do have a question about that because like the stunt teams on all these different productions right you have to have like a specific focus and i know it's probably ed- ends up being very tight atmosphere also within the team i'm wondering like if you could describe within kind of how like the different mentalities of a production crew, like you're going to have the actors are going to be a little different than like the PAs or hair and makeup or sound or lighting, like the stunt crew. Like what, how would you describe kind of the vibe that the stunt crew on a production generally has like at, like socially, like as a in communication working together?
1: Um, That's a very good question. Um, you know, all stunt teams are very different. Mm. um they and especially communication but the most important thing is we have to keep is obviously professional professionalism Mm. um you know because okay for my son team you know because we know each other a lot you know we tend to joke around and stuff like that but when there's a serious moment we automatically shut off Mm. like we are like kind of like robots like okay we're ready to work um but you know there are some production companies that I feel can be very like, they can be very impatient with that, depending on what the projects are doing. And I feel like the atmosphere would change quick. Like, obviously there'd probably be drama, you know, and another thing is too, there is a lot of politics happening in in some community, Um, because of there's so many rules, especially with union and non-union, but yeah, it really depends on who you're working with. Mm. But from my experience, um, hasn't been too bad. Like, you know, everyone's been working together. You know, again, you know, Stunk, you know, is helping out with, you know, wardrobe, you know, getting stuff, equipment and uh, stuff like that. You know, if they need something at bag, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it depends on the individual, but in the long run, everyone's trying to help each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: On that note, too, I'm sure within the team itself, there's a lot of trust.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because that's what all those trainings have been for. Um, especially train together. You know, we're we're trying to not only train together, but we're actually like getting to know each other, mm-hmm. especially on an emotional and mental level. Because yeah. you know, everyone's, especially in their past, mm-hmm. you know, what they've been dealing with. You know, it comes onto the gym, and then. And 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 at the end of the day, it's who's going to be there to help you, yeah, especially yeah. when you're down. Absolutely. And honestly, I'm going to rely on these guys for a
2: long time. So. Oh my god! Cool. Yeah. Um, kind of switching gears a bit. I, I'm just doing some research on you and everything like that. And the main thing is your Instagram that I was just perusing through. Um, yep. I Noticed <laughs> that family is a really big portion of, of your life, your identity, and, and who you identify with and everything like that, too. Um, we touched upon a, a brief bit upon, upon that, um, about the quarantine. But how did your parents initially take take it when you said you wanted to go into stunting and go into film and TV?
1: Um. Okay, so um, before I did all of this, I'll get back to that question. Um, I actually, um, my dad and my like my parents we all went to um background acting
2: oh the whole family
1: uh okay. just uh my my mom my parents and i <laughs> oh cool cool <laughs> yeah um they, he actually had a friend that has an uh, like an agent like a modeling agent so you know he got into this like this chinese i think it's a chinese documentary and my dad was just there in the background playing his instrument oh cool Pretty cool you know to see him there on screen and my mom had a couple of um, shots uh, in I think a couple TV shows that she did <laughs> um, and then for me I actually did a few months in rookie blue mm. um, oh. and, and pixels uh, the movie pixels <laughs> oh Adam Sandler that one yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was actually the military guy and okay. uh, I'll, i send a pic later on too. Like I was actually walking across. <laughs> um, and another one I did was like a kind of, I did with my violin, it was like an arthritis commercial and they just had me to play there, but yeah. So they didn't think I was going to be in show business. Um, and then ever since then, once I started doing a lot of training, Doing like you know martial arts tricking, martial arts. Um, you know, they. I just I'm not about this audition for a, uh, Age of Samurai, mm-hmm. and thought, hey, might as well you know put my skills into good use. And so yeah, nice. Damn. Okay. So
2: it sounds like it's pretty receptive of if, if both your parents are are like aspiring or at least like have the um, openness to to try yeah. out something like that.
1: Uh, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, at least it's, it's like when you describe things to them, they'll have a conception of what that means, right? Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah. like for me and comedy, I think this is something I noticed with a lot of different Asian comedians as well. When they tell their parents and like their parents are trying to figure out what, what it is you're even doing on stage. It's always, they always describe it as, so how's your talk show? or it's like how's your it's like oh yeah your 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 talk show is good it was good (laughs) did people like your talk show it's like that's not what it is (laughs) i'm not sitting there i'm not having guests on it's not not a talk show but but it's like that's it's so common amongst like asian and i think all from what i've noticed chinese as well that Mm -hmm. like there must be something with that translation or just that concept where it's like it the first thing you you are able to describe is talk show. It's not stand up. It's not like, you know, comedy per se. It's just talk show. That's like the first conceptual image, like a lot of immigrant parents or immigrant families would have on it. So I think I mean, that probably helps as well. Like the concept of like stunts and action, like with Hong Kong cinema, like that's a lot more easier to grasp than like one (laughs) one person, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, talking with a microphone. But, like, how is, like... I mean, I assume your parents might have seen, you know, Hong Kong cinema, Asian action, all that kind of stuff?
1: Uh, For sure, yeah, they did. Uh, Mostly my dad, um, because he was just collecting various martial art movies. Yeah. Um, But I really agree with the fact, you know, comedy isn't very well known in the Asian community, Mm -hmm. because, let's face it, you know, all Chinese parents or families they expect to be you know have like the normal you know jobs you know like oh engineer and stuff like that construction you know doctor and all that stuff but mm-hmm. with stunts and comedian, like you know it's obviously it's very well known in hong kong industry but mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's actually maybe a little bit harder in the comedy category because it's more like kind of western mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah you know, but I, I understand the aspects and but, you know, I guess at the end of the day, all you just got to do is trying to, you know, follow your dreams.
0: <laughs> yeah, or like get them to come to see shows and explain it to them Or yeah, all pretty yeah, pretty
1: much. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, just about to wrap up here about that last thing that you just said about just following your dreams there. Um, of course, like when we're set out on this whole journey, we have aspirations of like winning awards or like Getting our first million bucks or whatever like that, um, but on this journey that you are on and in, in the journey of making it, um, mm-hmm. how was that concept changed along the whole journey? Like with my training and everything. Oh no, I'm sorry. How has the
1: process of making it? Uh, it. Ah. How has that changed along your journey? Um. Definitely, for one thing, is joining the stunt team. Um, actually, uh, AJ actually helped yeah he actually helped me get into it oh. yeah but um yeah so it actually gave me something more self-worth mm-hmm. because i have something that i can i have that i'm actually going to work towards my future my future nice. career mm-hmm. and so that's why you know i've been just giving out my all especially the, the train sessions that we're having um and now i'm actually gonna With this uh, journey, I'm actually going to pursue my art as well. I'm going to make my uh, trying to build my website and trying to get art out there. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I have a couple things going on for me. Um, Music wise, I'm just going to put on hold for now, Mm. Uh, especially right now. The industry is you know people are very sketch about like one on one you know lessons and stuff. Yeah, so that's going to be on hold. But other than that, I still have my art. I, you know, and I still have my son. So I'd say I'm, I'm good to go. Cool. Hell yeah. Cool. Man. And
0: just to follow up on that, I, I <clears throat> do have a, a kind of a question in terms of like, you know, making it and, and, and the goal, or it's like, maybe there's a seminal moment. Cause I imagine <clears throat> for actors or actresses, it's like getting that one role. That's like really juicy or that one scene. That's like, Allows you to really flex your muscle, or like for comedians, (laughs) Mm -hmm. for comedians, it's maybe it's like you know being able to perform on a stage at like Madison Square Garden, do stadiums or whatever. But from Mm -hmm. like say like a stunt performer's like mentality in terms of like trying to achieve like the epitome of what a stunt can be, like like is there that kind of goal setting as well when it comes to trying to be like, oh, I want to do be able to do this. Big stunt. I want to say I did this huge stunt where like I fall from like a, a skyscraper, or it's like a huge pyrotechnic explosion. It's like that's kind of the pinnacle of that field. Is is there something like that for you?
1: Uh, definitely yes. And I think the way to go at that is because I have a team. Like I should be, you know, communicating to them and saying, you know, what I want to try this. Mm. You know, let us say let's do this stair fall you know, or something like that, you know, and it honestly, they'll be down to do it and it's it's just practice at the end of the day, you have to actually do it until you know that you're, you know, qualified. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's, that's how basically, like, no matter, like, different various moves, um, you have to actually practice doing that, and especially filming it too. Because who knows one day if we'll be stunt coordinators or, you know, um, ADs or anything like that, but practice is important Um, and especially not just saying it, but you have to do it as well. Absolutely. That's cool. And that's that's the mentality of a stunt performer.
0: Right. Uh, Do do you have like a, like a cool stunt in your mind that you definitely want to tick off on your bucket list
1: oh mm-hmm. uh, <laughs>
2: like a helicopter the helicopter jump or something
0: Ooh, or like yeah. a, a stunt driving or oh, stunt driving might be completely separate but or like some kind of huge explosion where you're who knows
1: i'd be down to like you know jump out of an exploding building
2: <laughs> yeah
1: dope nice you know as long as they're like a, like a big, big mattress outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't just ban that.
0: <laughs> or or in wrestling, I mean, you just got to do it. I mean, there's no no wires. You just got to take it. You got to get those third-degree burns. they will be like a sign of respect. I don't know.
1: Honestly, I feel like they rehearse that stuff, you know. Well, they,
0: yeah, they must. Yeah. But there's something about – there is still something mental and physical about like – just straight up jumping down like ten feet, twenty feet, where it's like nothing's there for you, buddy. You're just gonna have to you're gonna have to take the fall.
1: I mean, they're getting paid a lot of money for that, for sure. Yeah, but I don't know if this amount of money would be worth a broken <laughs> spine.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know? health is wealth, guys. Health is wealth. Health
1: is wealth. I really do agree with that, dude.
2: <laughs> since we just keep on talking, sorry. I just gotta say it though. When Undertaker threw Mankind off the hell in a cell.
1: Oh, my God. Blew
2: my damn mind when I was 13 years old,
1: man. Okay, that's another one to keep in mind then. I got I to gotta tell that to my team. You got to do this. You got to do the scene.
2: <laughs> and the only thing that he had to land on was the announcer's table. The, oh, oh, Mankind. Mick Foley, man. What a guy.
1: I I can't even. Like, big respect to those guys that are doing that kind of stuff um, especially influence us all stunters you know how to do that but safely <laughs> yeah yeah most definitely definitely man um, all
2: right dude um awesome let's let's do that word association yeah let's do it sure yeah, let's I'm, do it um josh you want to go first on this one
0: yeah i can definitely go first okay so we're going to i'm going to do 10 words Clear your mind of all all, all, everything related stunts. Go to your Zen, go to your Zen state. And then after every word that I say, just say the first thing that comes to your mind, it can be one word. It doesn't have to be one word or like you could describe an image, but what's the first thing that comes to your mind after each of these words that I say? Okay. Great. So first word, family. love next word pineapple fruit rain weather alone depressed motivation strong kumquat
1: what <laughs> what <laughs>
0: K- kumquat, kumquat. It's a it's a vegetable slash fruit slash. I should. Uh, I've been meaning to look oh, it <laughs> he told me it, the
1: answer too. <laughs> eh, it's a good.
0: It's a good. I mean, it's always. It's just the first thing that comes here your Kumquat. What is that? What is that? What is that? So that was that was good. uh Next word. Mountain.
1: Landscape. Tightrope. String. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. <laughs>
0: all right, satisfied, fulfilling, ending,
1: done. Nice.
2: All right, all right, cool. Those are my ten words. All right, <laughs> it's gonna check
1: my personality too.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: check like what my personality is. <laughs>
2: Clarence has no personality, because he doesn't know what a kumquat is.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, you ready, man? You, you, you lose, you...
1: All right, you end yep, I'm All right, ready. Okay. All right, first word. Look. Sight. Feel. Try. Hurt. Pain. Touch. Feel. Mind. Thought. Blue. Color. Help. Sorry, what was that? Help. Assist. Charge. Forward. Nice. (laughs) Heal. Save. Clarence. Me? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I was hoping for a I one know how to word. don't s- You caught yeah. me, me on the spot there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cla-
0: Clarence Thomas of the Supreme Court.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That,
0: that, was, that was the answer. Clarence Thomas of the Supreme Court of the United States. Yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> I don't know about that.
2: Thank you so much for doing this, Clarence. We yes. really appreciate it, brother.
1: Thank you, guys. Thank you, Lucas. Thank you, Josh a pleasure awesome a uh,
2: what are your handles and uh where can people find you
1: uh people can uh, find me on my personal instagram account which is stuntman underscore chang 90 and uh or you can look on my facebook it's clarence chang and uh yeah
0: and is are there do you have any projects as well coming up soon or other than like the age of Samura?
1: um any other right, well, right now we're just trying to still, you know, we're still training. We're still practicing, but mm-hmm. there hasn't been a word about any production uh, going on yet. So, but we're preparing for it. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Definitely. Good luck on that. Yeah. Lucas, Thank- what, are, what are your, what are your handles?
2: Uh, people can find me at Lucas John Ing on Instagram and on Facebook. Again, Ing is two letters, Nancy golf. The one last name that doesn't have any vowels. Have
0: any yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, and NG, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> all right, all right, you're right, you're right, you're absolutely right. Um, Josh. and uh, yeah, for me, if i Josh Yang comedy, uh, or if you don't know about my additional second podcast, Sleep with Josh, you can also look that up. Uh, uh, this week I uh read the 99 bottles of beer on the wall, so I read that for for 40 minutes maybe that'll help you fall asleep who knows but other than that also please like subscribe share follow this podcast uh, have we made it yet podcast it's at hwmiy podcast across social media and youtube um, so it's not have how how i met your mother don't don't get it confused even though it's very easy to confuse but it's have we made it yet so uh, great Awesome. Perfect. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank Talk you. To you guys later. Thank you, Clarence. Thank Great you guys. See awesome. you guys next week. Peace out.